When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How much more do I gotta drink for the pain? Listen, uh, we know. We know the feeling. We all woke up this morning too, and we saw it out there, and we said words. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Oh. 651-641-1071. You can complain about that snow. Yeah. You can complain about winter. Or anything else. It's uh, yeah, we don't care. bitch line, yeah. man. I, mean, like, I almost said biatches, but I was like, we don't even get real biatches. But we got to keep it clean. Yeah. None of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh gosh. Thank you. No Thank swears. You. It's yeah. the winter. Let's call it the winter biatch. And also, yeah. let's keep it fun and frivolous. Fun and frivolous. Yeah, so for example, like if you have real beef, keep that to yourself. Or take it to Arby's. If it's tasty, superficial beef, mm-hmm. we're all about it. Yeah, let's we'll do take examples. a bite of let's your superficial examples. beef. Ah! Do you have a beef? No, to you toss go out? first because okay. you know. So you, beep boop boop beep. beep. Hi, is this the winner biatch line? Yes, it is. Hello, Brenda. What are you? Uh, uh, what's? What are you upset about? I am real upset about the fact that it's snowing and it's not even halfway through October. Listen, I did check the calendar this morning. <sighs> Why did you forget? No, I was like, did I sleep through a month? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, I, because this is, no. I had to get up in the middle of the night oh, and okay. find another blanket. No. Because I was too cold in my own house. Oh, <clears throat> that ain't right. Mm-mm. No, and then I woke up this morning and no bleep. It was snowing outside, and I thought, you have got to be, oh, yeah, they did say it was going to snow. God, darn it. I thought they were lying. You know, sometimes they do that. Sometimes they tell you it's going to rain, and it doesn't. And then a, uh, <laughs> a dog from the neighborhood showed up in my neighbor's backyard and then began this cavalcade of uh, craziness trying to figure out where this dog belonged, and it was snowing on me, and I was like, it's wet, and I was looking at my phone, and my phone kept getting all these wet spots from the snowflakes. Yeah. Ugh. What it's you, not gonna. It's not gonna do this anymore, is it? No, it's gonna be in the sixties next week. Okay, good, mm-hmm. fine. Still, I'm angry. Six five Are one you? six four one one zero oh, seven one. Join the fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Join the complaining. You just gotta let it out. Hey, misery loves company. It's Friday. You know Get it off your chest so you can go enjoy the weekend. This is true. You can just let it go, let it out, let it go. Maybe you don't like beans in your chili. Mm-hmm. Like Colleen, she's got a beef with beans. Mm-hmm. I do have a bean beef. <laughs> okay, so sound off. What's, you know, are we, we're opening it up to whatever's making you mad right oh, yeah. now. No, I, the weather, you know, I think, just, you know, made people extra crusty today. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, drippy. I, I would actually prefer that everybody get it off their chest before the afternoon commute. Thank you. Yep. Because we do not need that kind of energy in cards. No. 
we want you to like let it out here, 651-641-1071, so you can enjoy a peaceful driving experience. What uh, What's really chapping your hide there, Lindstrom? Well, listen, what's not? True. <laughs> True. But honestly, I, I, I'm not... I'm not ready for the the wetness and the coldness that the snow brings. Yeah. Um, I would like to borrow a little more of the fall. I think it's rude when Mother Nature decides to mix the seasons up yeah, like it was this. Like we were all enjoying the nice long walks and the changing leaf colors. And I thought, oh, when we had a little bit extra burst of summer, mm-hmm. summer's last kiss. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, winter! Yeah, it's rude. Also, no! you know, there's like two versions of fall. You've got like like the colorful fall, mm-hmm. and then we hit like brown dead fall. Yeah. And we're I'm still not ready in, for brown We're dead still fall. in colorful fall. Yeah, it's only the 14th of October. Yes. So I, there's this beautiful, okay, sorry. I have, now I have to go positive for just one second, and then we'll get to, yeah, we've we need got to people get back lined to the up. Biaching. But just hear me here, because it, it ends, it's happy, and then it ends sad. There is this beautiful, huge maple tree on my way to and from work. It's huge. And it it just drops this like amazing blanket of like fire all underneath it. And it covers the sidewalk and the front yard of this house that it's on. It's so pretty. It stuns me every time I drive by it. And guess what? I couldn't see it today. Why couldn't I see it? Because of the snow. Because of the damn snow. And everybody who wanted to get out and rake some leaves this weekend... Fat chance. Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah. Also, guess what? Your mold allergy is about to act up. Sorry. Oh. Hey, uh, let's go to the phones. Renee is on the line. Hi, Renee. Renee, what do you want to bitch about? Hi. Hi. So, What's going on, Renee? Okay, so my job is I deal with some really toxic people. I decided to quit and at 47. I'm starting a new chapter in my life on Monday and I'm starting a brand new job. Woo! Congratulations, <laughs> Renee! Thank you. You get away I'm from that toxic place. Yeah. Good it for you. Horrible. You deserve it. Thank you. Uh, we uh, we support you. Yes, and I want you to go do something fun this weekend. Just like, you know, don't do it outside because it'll probably be cold and miserable. But like inside, cry. find something fun to do. Halloween ends. <laughs> Congratulations, Renee. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Renee. Yeah, is, she's going to be watching some Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yes. I was like, what does she mean Halloween ends? Because that's the movie. Yeah, because that's what she's going to do this weekend, <laughs> per your recommendation, Bradley. Okay. Um, <laughs> is it Jillian? Uh, Gillian. Oh, Gillian. Hello, Gillian. Gillian, what you got for us? Lay it on us. We're here for you. Okay, it's a snow-related low-stakes beef. Thanks. Um, I have four children. I was so proud of myself because Labor Day weekend, I had them try on their coats, try on their snow pants, figured out who needed what new. But then we didn't do anything mm-hmm. with that information. Mm-hmm. And we did not think about boots or gloves. Mm-hmm. So this morning, I was still unprepared. Oh, Gillian, you are, I speak this language. <laughs> this, I, you'd think, you would think that every year you would know, like, last year this didn't work out. I'm going to do it different this time. Mm-hmm. And you get half of it right, and then you find yourself in a pickle. And it's not yep. your fault. And that's what I want you to know, yeah. Gillian. This Thank is you. not your fault. But Thank it is you. your problem. I needed so. to hear that. It is your problem, some, but you it is not your fault. You probably have some Ziplocs. <laughs> Just give them some Ziplocs for They'll shoes. They'll be good. They're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, one kid had wool socks on her hands. There you <laughs> go. Excellent problem solving. I like it, it. Yeah, that. I mean, give that kid some, you know, 
like a STEM magnet school admission. There right you go. There. <laughs> Thank you, Gillian. I hear that though. Like that is one of the things that nobody they don't give they don't teach you this in the parenting classes, like how to get ahead of the weather mm. and plan yeah. ahead because it happens a hundred percent of the time. I was going to say it. They're never ready. Uh, You're never ready. Myself included. I was like, right? uh, what do I? I walked outside with my flip flops on. I was like, what am I doing? Yeah, because you hadn't gotten your non summer shoes ready yeah. to sit by the door yet. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was, listen, we all swore. I said to a guy walking in this morning, you I swore? made up, well, I said I made up four letter words this morning when I saw that snow. I made them up. It was not a welcome. Do you want to share sight. any of them? No. Okay. One of them would be. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a That's here's a four letter word. Here's a four letter word that we like on the Colleen and Bradley show. Food. Paul. As oh in, yeah, where's Paul? Paul McGuire Grimes. Remember, he's calling in today. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. So Is we're he gonna, on the phone. He's on the phone. Okay, but we're not going to talk to him yet because we're going to talk to him when we come back, and he's going to tell us what kinds of things we should be streaming in the comfort of our own home, not outside in the snow, and also maybe in theaters after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies joins us on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We talk to Paul every Friday. Today is no different, except for that Paul's not in the studio with us, but Paul's on the phone. Hey, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hello. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. Now, uh, I know that this is kind of a big weekend, right? Uh, Yeah. There's a big movie happening that's in theaters and streaming on Peacock. It's the end of an era for a horror franchise for right now. (laughs) Uh, And this is Halloween and Jamie Lee Curtis back as Laurie Strode. It really was. It's the end of this new trilogy. Of course, it's part of a larger franchise. And four years after the events of the first two movies, and we really are finding Laurie in a better headspace after all these years. She has learned how to kind of deal with her trauma and her grief. She's writing a book. She's happier. She's cracking jokes. And then she meets another young kid in Haddonfield that is also has some past trauma from a, baby, a night of babysitting. And what happens when the two of them really become town outcasts and this town is really turned on these, on these two survivors. And then, of course, Michael Myers comes back as well on Halloween night. And what role does oh. he play to all of this? How do, how, do, how do they do? They pull it off? I mean, does it you know, continue the story in a believable way or does it kind of go off the wheels? Or go off the you know, that is what is up for debate right now amongst fans, amongst non-fans. You're really seeing a very divisive reaction to this movie. And I love this franchise so much. I think what is great is that Jamie Lee Curtis is so phenomenal in this role. You are here for that final showdown. And this kind of, the final third act is just so great at, at, at that. Now, the director, David Gordon Green, takes some really big swings in his storytelling here with this other character. This His name's Corey Cunningham. And really makes him kind of the central part of really the first half, the first half of the movie. You're like, well, where's Lori? Where's Lori? Where's Michael? And there's a reason for that. And we get to that. I don't know if it's the best thing or what I would have done, but it's an interesting concept. And if you're going to make a movie, at the end of a trilogy after a long franchise, you have to shake it up and you have to do something different. And I actually kind of applaud that he did find out how to do that. If that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, I think, um, you know, it, it sounds at least the way you're describing it. Like this is something that is unexpected and hasn't been tried before. And you have yeah, to kind of honor that franchise. 
Yeah, yeah I do. You know, like you, if you are a filmmaker, you have to take big swings and try something new. You can't just have Michael killing babysitters for the 800th time. Right. You know? Like we've so seen that. Then they're done that. We, yeah. Now I will say when it's when we we've got some gnarly kills it is very violent it is very gruesome know that like if you have a queasy stomach to horror then this may not be for you okay, maybe bye. you're watching at home on peacock you can press pause maybe skip ahead to the next scene right it gets gruesome <laughs> uh, i just want to go ahead and and tell you paul that if you ever do direct uh, or write a horror movie. I think Gnarly Kills would be a great name Gnarly for it. Gnarly Kills. Can also you know, be there is a character. meta feel to that. I wish I should trademark that and work on that at all in it's my spare true. time. I was reading that uh, there's going to be a bunch of Easter eggs for fans in these in yes, this movie. Yeah, so if you know your ha- Halloween franchise like I do, there are certain things that you will pick up on. The credit sequence, um, different shots that they kind of are inspired from the first movie. Again, this new trilogy really is a continuation of the very first movie that came out back Back in 1978 from John Carpenter. So again, it's it's a lot of fun fan stuff for me that has been here the you know this this time. And is it okay? Do you think to just dip into this one? You don't need to like. Ooh, I mean, you're no, you okay. can't know what happens okay. to the two of this trilogy. I would say, you know, okay. and if you're like I've never seen Halloween before, go back and watch the original. If you've never seen Halloween, it truly it's my favorite scary movie, but one of the greatest horror movies of all time. Yeah, it's actually streaming on Shutter if you got that service, and it's just this lesson in kind of less is more suspense. You don't always need the gore to be scary, and that original movie kind of showed that. And Jamie Lee Curtis, you know why she is an icon after her career of playing Laurie yeah. She just is so good. How many ticket stubs for Halloween ends? Three out of five for Halloween ends. I'm looking forward to watching it this weekend. Hopefully we'll have time and watching it on Peacock. Okay, so here's the one that I am uh, I'm excited to hear about. Till. Uh, okay, so this is the movie Till. It's actually going to be the opening night movie next Thursday night. This is why I want to bring it up today. It's the opening night movie of the Twin Cities Film Fest next Thursday night. And it is the story of Mamie um, Till, who is the mother, Mamie Till Mobley, who is the mother of Emma Till, and what she goes through as really being one of the earliest faces of the civil rights era after her son, Emmett, was murdered and lynched in Mississippi in 1955. And... The, her um, Emmett's cousins run the Emmett Till Legacy Foundation, which is based here in Minnesota, oh. and they will be at the Twin Cities Film Fest uh, next Thursday as part of sh- the showcasing That's the movie. Amazing! It's a pretty amazing cast too. Oh yeah! So Danielle Deadweiler is a, kind of a phenomenal new talent. If you don't know her, she she plays Mamie and gives one of the best performances I've seen all year. She, you will like your stomach will rip apart and tears will stream from your face by what she does in this movie. Um, and her, she has a courtroom scene is um, phenomenal. Like you can't even put into words what she does in this film and how she gets you to just understand what Mamie could have possibly went through and the choices that she made as a mom, as a black mom at this time, having all these voices telling her what to do. Incredible. And then Whoopi Goldberg, plays Emmett's grandmother in the movie. And I got to talk to Whoopi, Danielle, and then the director, Chinonye Chukwu, wow. about the movie. And it's um, some, we just had some really honest conversations about why we're still telling the story, what we can do today, why it matters. Um, we talk about systemic racism, systemic hate. I mean, it's not, they're not just the fun, fluffy interviews that I do, but like good conversation, and I'm just proud of them. Well, and it is, I, and I'm proud of you for uh, for having them and continuing to have those conversations. It is such an Thank important you. story to tell, um, and Absolutely. it is still relevant. And, and if you are not familiar with 
the real story of Emmett Till, you must familiarize yourself with it. Um, Because, as you said, it is incredibly relevant. Was the family involved in this kind of behind the scenes? I think a little bit behind the scenes, the, one of the screenwriters, Keith Bouchamp, had done a lot of work with the family to learn. He's been kind of, he's been learning about the story for years now, wrote the screenplay, did a lot of work with them. So I think that they were kind of involved that way by just that, that close-knit research. Uh, Danielle Deadweiler, I don't believe, talked to anyone in the family, um, from what I remember. So I think they're kind of now involved in telling it, making sure that people see the movie. I don't know if they were there, like, on set or anything like that. How many ticket subs? Four and a half out of five. I hope that Danielle Deadweiler is part of the Oscar conversation. There's no reason why she shouldn't be. And there's no reason why people shouldn't see this movie. There is a lot of restraint. If you're thinking that sounds really heavy, I don't know if I can go through it. Just know that there's restraint on what they show and mm-hmm. what how they tell the story. And they, because they're telling it through the mother's perspective, there is that kind of personal connection that I mm-hmm. think you may, you may feel. It's not just like a courtroom drama or just like a heavy, heavy, this other type of movie you may have seen. It's, it's really well done. And this opens Twin Cities Film Festival next uh, uh, Film Fest next Thursday, correct? Correct. And we'll be on in theaters like a week after that, too. Wonderful. Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies. Thank you once again for joining us and steering us in the right direction when it comes to what Thank we you. should be watching. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. You can You're follow Paul on all of his social media outlets, Paul's Trip to the Movies, and definitely check out his YouTube channel for some of those really great interviews that he's talking about. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's Friday, so we're going to do Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot, hey, which yeah. means we need a caller to play 651-641-1071 spot the crazy stupid idiot coming up next hey we want to give you something uh because it's friday and we want to play a game with you but we can't play a game with you if you don't call 651-641-1071 you got to have a little time because you're going to sit with us uh while we play a little game called spot the crazy stupid idiot well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. And sometimes other places. Um, I we still need somebody to play Come the game. Come on, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Listen, you're gonna win a T-shirt because that's how this works. Um, but you do need to kind of hang out with us throughout the segment because here's how it works: we're gonna each deliver a crazy, stupid idiot. But here's the thing, and you know we are creative with these things because you saw our film from Project Down and Dirty Film Fest where we did a real life crazy, stupid idiots. Um. Two of these stories will be completely fabricated. One Lies. of them will be 100% true. Your job as the uh, contestant is to sniff out which crazy, stupid idiot is an actual real story about an actual real crazy, stupid idiot. The gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have it on good authority that we do have somebody who is ready to put Yay, their uh, to put their uh, crazy stupid idiot sniffing to work okay we've got sigourney on the on the line hello Hi, sigourney. sigourney how are you 
good. How are you? Great. So, Sigourney, you know how this works. You're going to listen. We're each going to deliver a story of a crazy, stupid idiot. When we're done, you're going to tell us which one of our stories you think is the real story. Are you ready? Yes. Okie dokie. Now, just hang tight, and we're going to get back with you when we're done, okay? Okay. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Go ahead. Where are we going first? Where are we going? We are going to Florida. Florida! Yes, I would like to tell you about one Brittany Edmonds. Brittany Edmonds, age 25, was arrested Wednesday after cops were summoned to a waterfront hotel. uh, A waterfront hotel in Clearwater after apparently Miss Edmonds was uh, discovered, quote, causing a disturbance. At the Wave Hotel in Clearwater. This was around 4.20 in the a.m. on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Nothing good happens at that hour. No, right? Uh, It's why... Well, it's what she was doing and why she was arrested that earned... Well, in part, why she was arrested that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. She was doing donuts in the parking lot. No. Topless. uh, But you are... (laughs) Well, you are close. Oh, really? The topless part. Oh, absolutely correct. Okay, so she was topless and unicycling. No, loudly. And you did say donuts, but it was another item of food that was involved. Um, a croissant. <laughs> no, it's not a croissant. Not, is it uh, like Gardettos? No, she was topless Gardetto eating. No, she uh, was. She was eating a cheeseburger. Topless. Topless. Uh, in front of a hotel, the Wave Hotel in Clearwater, Florida, oh in the middle of the night. Uh, well, in the early morning, 4.20 a.m. It's uh, why she was eating a hamburger Topless. naked in the parking lot or in front of the hotel that earned her crazy, stupid idiot status. I'm trying, like, I love this. Like, I love the why. I always love the why because I'm sure to her it felt logical. But to us, it would be illogical that obviously the reason she was naked and eating a cheeseburger is because her boyfriend broke up with her and kept her shirt and she was hungry. No. Well, she was hungry. Oh, that's the actual reason. That's all she told the officers (laughs) when they arrested her. um, She didn't seem to want to be taken into custody because she attempted to, quote, bite and spit on one officer and uh, mule kicked, quote unquote, another officer. Um, this woman, uh, I guess, was like 5'4 and only 130 pounds. So um, She had a lot of fight in her. She was very fighty. Yeah. They were able to take her into custody, though, and that's where she's being held on bond. Were drugs and or alcohol you involved? Know, it doesn't say, but I would not be surprised. But a cheeseburger yeah, was involved. I mean, she was hungry. She was hungry. Uh, shall I go next? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we are going to Flomwood, Mississippi. Flomwood? Yeah. Okay, that's a place. Uh, where we meet Dwight David Laurier. He is 24 years of age. Fabulous. Uh, and that's Laurier, not lawyer, but I think you probably will need a lawyer when you hear you the rest there. of this story. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're at a Target grocery store in Flamwood, Mississippi. Okay. Uh, where multiple shoppers notified Target employees that there was a person behaving strangely in the chip aisle Okay. at the Target. Okay, strange chips. Uh, uh, the report was that 
for about 20 minutes, he had been moving down the aisle slowly, taking a bag of chips off of the rack, eating one chip, Uh opening the bag, eating one chip, putting the bag back oh God, before do moving that. on to the next one. That's illegal. You can't do that. So they uh, they notified the management at the Target and they called for some backup from the police because when they went to talk to him, he would not respond. He just continued moving down the aisle, eating the chips. Oh, like, so sir. They're like, can you, what are you, what you doing? And he just was just slowly moving methodically through all the chips. Um, So officers arrived, and when they got there, he was talking by then to a Target employee with a bag of chips in his hand, and they confronted him and asked him why he was opening the chips. And similar to your story, Bradley, his reply was, I'm hungry, but I don't know which kind I want. Oh, well, I mean, there is a logic there. I mean, there's a logic there if the chips are yours, but the chips belong to to target yeah no you gotta pay for those uh he was asked if there was a particular reason why he was hungry and he said do you think i'm on drugs because i am oh well solved that riddle a search of his person turned up two pre-rolled joints uh and he was fined 250 dollars. the drugs were confiscated for nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.